0: Good morning, my friends. Good afternoon, ghouls. Good evening, girls and boys and everything in between. This is Jeremy Knows. And boy, do I have a wild and wacky webisode. This isn't a webisode. Who are you? My name's Jeremy. I'm talking into a podcast mic and you are on the other side listening, wondering what the hell is going on in the VFriend space. And guess what? I'll give you the I'll give you the brief recap. The community is on fire. That's the recap. Clubhouse, Discord, random other Discords, Instagram, Twitter. The shit is on fire. We are making connections. We are building relationships. We're having so much mother fun. that I decided to record a podcast at one in the morning and I went on a lot of interesting rants for real. I think there's some value in here. I talk about the sorcerer scholarship token and why most people should apply i talk about ethereum and a ten thousand dollar valuation and what that means for v friends i talk about the i don't know what else i talk about i think that those are the big ones oh i talk about i mentioned that props and drops isn't coming out for another week and i talk a lot about our nft project and how we're doing a super stream tomorrow 5 55 p.m eastern to welcome in the month of july i'll be streaming for six hours let's fucking go let's get into the podcast it's already getting so long jeremy stop talking what are you doing stop ranting you take a breath god damn it what's going on okay fine 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 okay so the earth we have the earth right and on the earth there is a man his name is gary vaynerchuk and on the uh State of New Jersey in the United States of America. This Gary Vaynerchuk he starts a company. Okay, so he starts a company. He makes lots of money. He makes people uh, giving, 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 then ask and then uh, okay. So Gary V, he calls himself Gary V. He goes from wine guy, he becomes marketing guy, he becomes speaker guy, he becomes motivational guy, he becomes talent guy, he becomes uh, all garage sale guy. So this guy Gary V, he says. I doodle okay guy doodle Gary V and now all of a sudden there are 268 characters all called V friends and this is what the show is about so okay the earth Gary V V friends here we are the one character to get a shout out today was the mature mule and I, I I don't know what this means I'm really not sure he said i love this character and then did a a ski emoji and when you click on the emoji it says ski and i don't know if that's like something to do with slopes or something to do with hills or if it's not related to skiing and that's just how the emoji translates i don't know what he meant by that but it was unusual you know Gary's, Gary's a person, and he does what he wants, and he communicates in a way that is adaptable to the moment. So when the mature, the lava mature mule is bought for $25,000, 11.23 ETH, and he says, love this play with a skiing emoji, I I, I just got to be straight with you. like I don't know what the hell that means. It could just be him being playful, but that was the only character in the last twenty-four hours that got a real shout-out, and so that's what you get from Gary V and V friends on the Earth. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have some minor updates for folks in the space. I want you to know that the next props and drops podcast was confirmed to come out in two weeks or later. Don't expect another podcast from props and drops in the next two weeks. Gary didn't say if it's been recorded or not, but that is coming. And we do know if you listen to the first props and drops podcast that he really loves it and he wants to make more time to record it, but he's a busy person. In fact, One insight that I want to share with you is some things that were shared in the clubhouse tonight. And I won't say by whom because I don't reveal my sources, all right? No, it has nothing to do with that. I just don't want this person to get in trouble if I share something that they weren't supposed to necessarily share. And that is that the process of the team around Gary is fast and slow. It is macro patience, micro speed. It is 20 to 30 projects simultaneously on 10-year tracks that are getting attention on a day-to-day basis, whether in five-minute increments or 50-minute increments, and each of them moving slowly, effectively and ineffectively towards their goals. That is to say, props and drops in Gary's mind is high priority, and yet it takes a lot to find the time for it to be recorded. I think my hunch is that Gary wants that podcast recorded in person and not virtually for the repartee between him and Kalish, and I want to say the third guy's name is Parm. I haven't listened to it in a week or so, but I I have a feeling that he wants that that. Real time energy. Next up in tidbits, this may not surprise you, but Gary's favorite thing to buy at garage sales is stuffed animals. In the last episode of Trash Talk, which is yet to be released, he purchased a big panda. Some may even call it the patient panda. Are these plosives? Pissing you off because I don't have a protector screen on my microphone. Anyway, he just told the Discord he loves stuffed animals. I don't know if that's V Friends news, but I saw it in the Discord and I was taking notes, so I wrote it down. So you're welcome. Let's move on to some real hard facts, V Friends news. All right, let's go. I wanna talk about this comment from Gary. He says, I plan on it. Now, if you take a first glance at this, you'll see that there was an exchange in Discord talking about core tokens hitting 10 ETH while Ethereum is at $10,000 valuation. In case you're unaware, Ethereum has never valued $10,000 all-time high is somewhere around 4,400 I don't think it hit 4,500 and someone said you know we want to see that and Gary's reply was something to the effect of I don't know or I have no clue to which someone else replied I think we can get there easy to which Gary replied I plan on it this is very interesting. Obviously nobody knows what's going to happen. There's a lot of projections that say in the long term, meaning 20 to 35 years, that Ethereum could surpass 30, 40,000, possibly $50,000 per Ethereum. But a lot has to happen. I mean, we're talking we're talking trillions of dollars. Literally trillions being poured into the ethereum asset, purchasing ethereum, holding ethereum to maintain that valuation. Something that people maybe don't understand in this bull market as um you know, crypto YouTubers and people who have experienced multiple bull markets are talking about $10,000 valuation of eth, $20,000 valuation of eth. When you talk about those far reaching numbers, you know I think it's very possible that in this cycle Bitcoin reaches six figures a few things have to happen we could go into a medium-term winter we you know we're in a bit of a sideways downtrend right now but we kind of have switched up it's a little unclear uh, it's I should say it's a little unclear to an amateur like me experts I'm sure have a more nuanced opinion but my point is it makes sense technically for Bitcoin to reach six figures and perhaps even multiple six figures, 200,000. It makes sense for Ethereum to push 5K, push 8K, even $10,000 per Ethereum. But what some people might not understand is that those valuations at the top are very short-lived in the same way that the valuations at the bottom. If you notice, since we had this correction, You know, I watch Bitcoin more than I watch Ethereum. So like, I think about it in terms of Bitcoin because the two are so intimately paired for the moment. The bears were able to push Bitcoin under 30,000, but it didn't stay there very long. We haven't had any daily closes below $30,000. And if anything, this correction has cemented it as really strong support. I think a few days ago, maybe three, four days ago, they pushed it down again, but it snapped back up. And the reason I'm, I'm saying this right now is to discuss the blue sky price predictions of ETH to 10K in this cycle. Yes, it's possible, but the likelihood that it is short-lived is high because you have to remember, not only is there a lot of new money coming into the market during this cycle, but there's a lot of old money that's been waiting for their hour to take profit. Part of this crash was a matter of, of those early investors taking profit. And there's cycles, right? If you bought, if you bought Ethereum two hundred dollars and less, you're still sitting on a ten k profit when ETH was at four k. You're sitting on a. Tw- I'm sorry, I said ten k. I meant ten x. When eth was at 4k you're sitting on a 20x profit yeah you're gonna want to take some of that out at least secure your initial investment but there are plenty of people who bought at higher valuations who bought you know you might be like me and you started investing at the beginning of the year and you bought under 2k but you're you know i bought around 12 to 1400 originally so some of my investment is up, but I continue to purchase. So a significant por- portion of my ETH position is down while we're currently at 21, So there are cycles and those that new money that comes in and wants to see a return holds, they hodl, and that maintains the price. So that's what I mean. For a $10,000 ETH to exist, literally somewhere, I haven't done the math, I would have to look at the current market cap, but literally a trillion dollars. I mean, look, I can do this. Who cares if I waste some time on the podcast? If you ever want to calculate how much money would it would take for any coin to get um, to any particular U.S. dollar valuation, all you have to do is go to coinmarketcap.com. Coin market cap cap.com and there's a shitload of information here so ethereum is the number two cryptocurrency by market cap it currently has a market capitalization which means that is the money that has been invested into ethereum now i know i'm speaking to an nft audience so you have to recognize that anytime you spend ethereum on an nft in exchange dispose That's the tax term. You dispose your Ethereum for an NFT in a micro sense. You're actually, in in a literal sense, you're actually selling Ethereum. And so in a micro sense, you're actually decreasing the U.S. dollar valuation of Ethereum because you're pulling that dollar value out of the Ethereum asset. So currently at $245 billion of market capitalization for Ethereum, the amount of dollars that human people have spent on Ethereum and are holding in Ethereum right now, the valuation is $2,100. That means at roughly $500 billion market capitalization, the valuation of ETH will be $4,200. That means that at $1 trillion valuation, which Bitcoin hit hit and surpassed at a certain point, it's, Bitcoin is currently at 650 billion. I know, the, I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you, but just stick with me. There's a direct correlation to the market capitalization and the price valuation of any cryptocurrency. So I'm just doubling, right? ETH is at 2100, double 4200, double the market cap 500 billion, double the market cap, double the valuation 4200 to 8400. So when. When the market capitalization of Ethereum hits 8,400, which will happen eventually, I think. This is not investment advice, yada, yada, yada. The market capitalization will be roughly $1 trillion. Now, those people who have spent their money into Ethereum have to hold the Ethereum and not sell it and take profit. $1 trillion worth of Ethereum has to be held in order to maintain that $8,400 valuation. So, what's what's 10,000? I don't know, it's roughly, it's roughly like 25% more than that, so roughly $1.25 trillion is the market capitalization needed for ETH to hit 10K. And I can guarantee you that there are plenty of people buying ETH right now, and when ETH hits 10K and it's a 5X profit from here, they're gonna be taking profits. Whether or not we can experience a run beyond 10K, hit 10K, let alone experience a run beyond that is yet to be seen. There will certainly be a lot of resistance at that level. It doesn't mean it can't be surpassed. Anything can happen. Institutions can put on major buys. This is the cycle of mass adoption. And the next cycle will be um, this the cycle of of integration basically it where this currency will have already been adopted but we'll start to see it integrated more in daily life in the way that paypal is now integrated bitcoin ethereum and litecoin and you know and and none, none i'm not i'm not saying anything that isn't like relatively popular understanding in the crypto space i'm just pointing out that there will always be people who are taking profits because there have already been people who have got burned by not taking profits. So, how did we get here? Long-term value of V friends. Yes, it is possible. It is, it is potentially probable that a core token B friend can be worth 10 ETH, equivalent to six figures of us dollar value however that is long term i think that is 10 years out minimum i could be proven wrong but one trillion dollar 1.25 trillion dollar valuation i'm sorry let me, me <laughs> there was a very i I, ha, I have to i have to just pat myself on the back That was a very lucid string of thoughts that I put together after such a wacky previous segment, and I have to just take a a tiny step back to to ground this next statement. The the market capitalization of $1.25 trillion, which is required for a 10K ETH, is a lot relative to where we are now right it's more than 200x where we are now in terms of capitalization but as multiple trillions flood into the cryptocurrency market right now the total the total for all cryptocurrencies bitcoin ethereum tether Binance, ada all of it the entire cryptocurrency market cap is 1.41 trillion So a 10k Ethereum means that Ethereum basically has the entire market cap that the entire space has right now. And over time, believe it or not, that is possible. It's might it's we're almost at a point where I want to say it's inevitable. Take a look at the market capitalization of gold. Gold has a current market cap of like 9 or 10 trillion dollars. So You know, if, if, if Ethereum could just leech 10% of gold's market cap and, and, and those people who purchased it hold that Ethereum, you now have a 10k Ethereum. Okay. So that was a very long winded say, long winded way of saying that Gary V is bullish. (laughs) Let's fucking go. Hope you enjoyed that rant. Me and the IG Live are living it up. It's a motherfucking party here. I want to remind you that you can participate in this randomly recorded podcast on our Instagram channel. It's wanna be a V Friend. And just if there's a if there's a, a minute chance that you're listening to this podcast, but you have not engaged with the Instagram account, please let me know if that is you and i can't give this to everybody but i will give it to one person if if you have found this podcast and are listening to it but never knew about the instagram page i will give you a free nft i will gift you an nft because that will be amazing and that will signify a turning point in the in the lifetime of this profile where it's not um where the podcast stands alone where the the podcast in itself is creating community and audience, and I think that's fantastic. So if that's you, don't lie to me. I will happily give you an NFT uh, in exchange for a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to this, have you reviewed on Apple Podcasts? Please, please will you review this podcast on Apple Podcasts? Okay, let's get back to the news. Here's the last thing I want to tell you. Salta Guardia has created a very vibrant community on Clubhouse in a clubroom called sorcerer scholarship U, and it happens tuesdays and thursdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific time and the program is always a little different but the content surrounds the sorcerer scholarship token i had the pleasure of joining in right at the end of tonight's event and (laughs) i just had so much fun i'm riding on the uh momentum and joy of interacting with that community into this podcast and if you are interested in the sorcerer token you should make time at least once a week to participate in this community because let's be honest it's a moonshot for any of us to stand a chance and become a finalist let alone be one of the five who are ultimately chosen there's a lot that we don't know about who is reading these essays, how many they're going to give to Gary, how many people will apply. We we took some guesses at how many people will apply for the scholarship token. So, I'd love to hear your guesses. You can tweet at me at want to be a VF or hit me up on Instagram. I'd be curious to know The Clubhouse landed around 5,000, but then we started to talk about how many content plays Gary is going to do in in the 11th hour to make sure people know how many tens of thousands of people are willing to jump at a free opportunity. There's a lot of people who are applying for this. So it's so valuable to connect with each other. In the meantime, we don't need Gary's permission to live magical lives. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already connected to a, a sorcerer because I am a sorcerer. And I can connect you to another dozen and together we can do whatever the hell we want. There's a lot of possibility in, um, uniting the shared passion of people who want to be mentored by Gary. And that's something that I think maybe I'll elaborate on in the future, but I think it speaks for itself. So if you're not aware of the scholarship, the deadline is July 21st apply before the deadline. Don't be that person, just do it. It's 250 to 555 words, don't overthink it. We got a tip in the clubhouse from an anonymous source that they may have already received, may have, it's not confirmed, may have already received 10,000 submissions for this scholarship. There's nothing to lose by applying. I mean this so sincerely. In the worst case, you spend an hour, two hours, reflecting on your journey to this point, who you are, what you want, and why. And you have that as a totem, as an artifact of where you were at this time in July of 2021. So go and do it. Make it happen. If you're listening to this, I... I have to say already, I appreciate your time. More so to the sorcerer point, I want to uh, give space to sorcerers in July on the podcast and in the Instagram profile. So uh, it's going to be called Wanna Be a Sorcerer. It's just, um, or Wanna Be Sorcerers, it's just a, a, a mini series on the page where, in whatever format you're comfortable, whether it's reading your essay or part of your essay or sharing a picture of you with a little paragraph. My hope like the the best, the best version of this is actually someone who's reading the essays, catches the profile and gets a little more context on an applicant. And it gives you just a little bit of a leg up, but um, more in a more practical sense, it's just a great way for us sorcerers to get to know each other and Lay the foundation for what could be a lifelong uh, series of collaborations and opportunities. So I do have some news for you. I know that was a long-winded rant. I should have put the news at the beginning of this segment. Uh, Thanks to Bryce, who reached out to Zane. Um, We know that you can uh, apply attachments. (laughs) What am I saying? We know that you can include attachments with your application. So if you listen to the previous podcast where I, I shared my first draft, I want to include that audio, but I wanted to make sure that that wouldn't flag me or disqualify me. Bryce reached out to Zane and Zane replied and said, they're not worried about attachments. So you're welcome. You know, whether you want to record yourself reading your essay for a little more personal touch or make a little movie, I personally plan to do a video and audio of the essay and also attach my resume. Uh, either way, do what you want to do. Uh, also, our anonymous source shared that if you push the word limit, that be considerate because they're literally dealing with tens of thousands of applications and they can't spend more than 10, five, I'm sorry, They can't spend more than five to ten minutes per application. However, If you push the word limit of 555 by a bit you know call it 20 to 30 words you're okay they're not gonna they're not gonna throw you out because you wrote 580 words or maybe even 600 words but just be mindful of their time in fact when i was writing my essay i wanted it to be i originally wanted 555 for the novelty but then i decided i wanted 250 for the speed But then I wrote my essay, and it came out to 5.54, and I said, thanks. So, that is the podcast. Bang. So, I want to tell you all, because I was just about to tell the live stream... A lot of people are asking about the NFT. My original goal was to launch it before the end of the month, but I was not able to meet that deadline. So instead, what I'm doing is I'm going live tomorrow, which is now today, Wednesday, June 30th at 5.55 Pacific time. And I'm doing a super stream, but to kick it off, I'll be talking about the NFT. So from six to seven, I'll be talking about all of the things I learned working on this nft and not meeting my own deadline and i'm going to be talking about collaborating with multiple artists uh, moving from a concept to an actual piece of art um, reckoning with utility and what i can actually offer the stress of permanence in language and having to title a collection and title a um a you know title the piece itself and, and and write language that will be locked in uh, as well as smart contracts how to engage with smart contracts the difference between rarible and OpenSea and infinite nft and nameless and just a smattering of everything i've learned so that's going to be at 5 55 pm eastern time and You know, we'll do a little intro. Basically, 6 to 7 will be that NFT talk. 7 to 8 will be the 400-ticket Knowing Gnome raffle giveaway featuring VectorBot Tim. We'll be giving away 10 VectorBots. 8 to 9 will be our regularly scheduled community chat with Loic. Uh, Loic. Uh, I'm sure he'll correct me tomorrow. 9 to 10 will be our after-party clubhouse where we do the weekly recap. And 10 to 12, I'm not sure yet. We're just going to jam. I'm going to figure it out. We might do a community chat with Alex. There's all sorts of possibilities. I just want to ring in the new month and welcome July. And sort of also get my push-ups in for doing a longer stream in the future. So tomorrow, 5.55 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be here on Instagram, on Twitch, in my desk chair where I do this shit. So, that is what's up. As soon as I can tell you when the NFT will launch, I will. What I can tell you is there are uh, three rarities and seven, at least seven, but I think just seven different varieties. If you join the Discord, it's not a secret. There's Actually, there is one secret, but you can see the finishes, uh, the... The title of the NFT is Achievement Unlocked. It's an image of a padlock inside of a box that says Achievement Unlocked. It signifies the piece of content that we created the first time that BeFriends officials shared our content that we created. And the insignias on the lock itself commemorate the profile reaching 1,000 followers, our first 1,000 wannabes and i will save the details about some utility bonus stuff that comes with it for the stream tomorrow but there's the basic level and then there are five uh, homage versions that all are inspired by the spectacular finishes so there's a gold version a diamond version a lava a hologram and a bubblegum version and i'm really proud of them it took a it took a lot of back and forth with this 3d artist and now there's a final layer this you know i'm going to talk about this a lot tomorrow of like keeping it simple and how by not keeping it simple i delay I, i i am the one although i am waiting on collaborators to deliver things to me so that i can finish i am the one who made it more complicated and has made this process, Like I thought we were going to make it by the middle of the month. And I was like, okay, what's another week? Okay, let's add this element. And here we are. And um, and, and and I'm actually happy we didn't make it because it gives me a good opportunity to talk about all the things I learned. Little she says, how many ETH I need to hustle up to get one of these? I, this may change. This may change. But I, I'm... Some people have recommended for me to do a bonding curve, which basically means that every time 100 of them sell, the price goes up. I'm not sure how I feel about that. So I'd love to know your perspective on that. But for the, so there there will, what I'm thinking now is there will be a total of 1,320. 55% of them will be the basic um 40 will be the spectaculars so each spectacular will be eight percent of the supply i think that's roughly like 120 versions of each spectacular and then five percent will be the secret finish so for the can i do all this from memory actually i have my notebook where i took these notes right here so um 55 percent. the core version is 726 tokens Eight percent for each spectacular means 105 of each finish, gold, diamond, lava, hollow, bubblegum, and then five percent is 66 tokens of this secret finish. There will also be a remainder of three with this breakdown, so there will be three tokens with surprise unlockables that I'm trying that I'm trying to figure out in the smart contract right now, which is um, one of the one of the biggest holdups. So in terms of pricing, what I'm thinking right now, this is not set in stone. So please, please give me your feedback. Like I don't want to price anybody out, but originally I wanted to give all these to. I wanted to give a thousand tokens to the first a thousand followers. And then when I realized that was going to cost me anywhere from two to $5,000 in gas, I had to pivot and I decided to move it from a jab to a right hook, but I still want to put a lot of value. Like one thing I'm, one thing that has delayed this and now it's delayed it for so long that I feel like I could I could see this as an ego moment and be and decide that it's simpler to just go with an open minting, but I really want to make this work so I'm I'm working to uh, create a secondary royalty for the people for the first owner of the token Um, but it's a little tricky because if I mint the token and give it away to someone then they are not eligible for the secondary um, royalty which is counterintuitive because the people who can't the people who can't afford it off the bat are the ones who I, who have been my biggest supporters and who I want to ensure get that second royalty as well so that's been a bit of a trick you're getting a preview of what I'm going to talk about tomorrow but you know, thank you for tuning in, and you know, I guess there's also plenty of people who will listen to this podcast and will watch the show later. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so I I want to build it in. I think uh, I was thinking about this today. What did I decide? Um, yeah, I'm thinking 2.5 percent. I think I'm gonna do a 10 percent royalty for my for me and and 2.5 percent. Of that so I'll get 7.5 and you'll get 2.5 which at least on OpenSea covers your OpenSea fees you know Um, you know I thought about doing 50 50 I thought about doing 51 49 I thought about doing 10% to me 5% to you but then I'm concerned that a 15% royalty on the resale of an NFT maybe hinders the secondary market so these are all things I'm thinking about Um, in terms of back to pricing this is where I'm at. I'm thinking for the cores, which are 55% rarity, that'll be 0.025, or perhaps starting cheaper and moving up to 0.03. For the spectaculars, 0.05, and for the secret finish, 0.15. So the ones with the this 726 tokens, which are 55% of the supply. At 0.025, or potentially a bonding curve from 0.01 to 0.03, the next um, 525 tokens that are different um, that that are five different finishes relative to the Spectaculars of Bee Friends for 0.05 ETH, and the secret finish for uh, which of which there are 66. For 0.15 ETH. This may change, but someone asked in the in the live, so I wanted to give you that answer. This segment's gone on for 10 minutes, and I'm getting questions from the chat, so we're running with it. Ayush says, "Are you going to add smart contracts?" And I think the answer is yes. I, I'm I'm working with uh, someone from the Discord on creating a smart contract that would provide this uh, this secondary royalty to the community. So. If that I, th- I think that was your question um, Anna says let's do a bundle NFT I'm not sure what that means I think I need to stop reading the comments I think I need to wrap up this segment and and record the outro so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast Jeremy knows we all know it was a wacky one but you all know that I'm a wacky one so let's fucking go Just remember, no matter what happens, nobody is as good at being you as you are. I love shoehorning that cheesy fucking quote into the podcast because the reason that cliches are cliches is because there is truth behind them. And you are a shining, brilliant, unique, important being. And I, for one, am glad you're a part of this world. I'm Jeremy. The Heart Trooper, number seven, and this has been Jeremy Knows.